0: Welcome everybody. How we doing? How are we doing? What a great day. What a great weekend this is going to be. I mean, just exciting stuff all around all around the world. Uh, currently, we got some FIFA U- Under-20 World Cup on for the men's. Currently watching the uh, Slovakia versus United States game. 0-0 zero, zero as it stands. But um, other than that, I mean, other than this World Cup that's going on right now, um, last weekend for Bundesliga, uh, as of right now, Borussia Dortmund holding a two point, uh, distance against Bayern Munich. We saw last week Bayern Munich slipped up at home and lost to Red Bull Leipzig in a 3-1 game and, uh, Dortmund took care of business, beat Osberg 3-0. What a great game by them as well put them above Bayern Munich for, I mean, this this is going to be one of the first times in this decade that Bayern Munich had to, are currently sitting underneath in second place, so this is exciting stuff, I mean, Dortmund, um, you know, have won the league since, I believe it was like 2011, 2020, 2011, 2012 season under Jurgen Klopp, and uh, now, you know they, um, Terich. He could possibly give Dortmund their first title in over a decade, and stop the reigning champions of it, what it, what could possibly be. It's still possible. Um, Eleven consecutive Bundesliga titles. So, kind of just is like let's jump into that. Let's jump into Bundesliga. Um, what it's looking like. Dortmund playing Mons. Uh, Mons currently sitting in ninth place. Dortmund in 1st. I mean, this is it. All, Dortmund needs to win. If Dortmund wins, they win the title. And I think they're... I, I don't I don't see them losing this game. They have an amazing home record. They've just been in such great form. And I don't see them dropping this game. I believe Borussia Dortmund at the end of this will be Bundesliga champions. I think they're going to win this game against Mons. 3-0 should be a great game. You know, Adeyemi, uh, Sebastian Hallier has been scoring a lot of goals for this team. And they're just, it's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, That's on Saturday. They all play at the same time. So make sure you're watching the Dortmund game. Watch them celebrate. Hoist hoist up the title. Hoist up the trophy. It's going to be exciting to watch. But let's say Dortmund do maybe draw. That leaves them... Three points ahead, Bayern Munich on the road against Cologne, and uh, this is a game that potentially could be a little troublesome for Bayern Munich. I mean, uh, we've seen it already. Bayern Munich have within the last within the last couple years uh, games just have been dropping crucial points. Um, Tuchel, Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel, would already five losses this year from. Becoming head coach of Bayern Munich, uh, and the whole time with um, Nogglesman, Julian Nagelsmann being coached, they only lost four times underneath his uh, his uh, under underneath his management spell. So <clears throat> they're in dire needs for a win. Bayern Munich, I think, are going to win this game as well. Uh, I think they're going to win this game two one, which you know, like I said, if Dortmund tie. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a very, very interesting ending. Because if uh, Dortmund tie and Bayern win, Bayern will win the title based on goal differential. They will be tied on points, but Bayern would win the title. So, intense intense end of the season drama. Just what everyone wants in in the end of a league. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, There's a lot of teams still also battling for... European Bowl whether it be Champions League or Europa League or Europa Conference League it's coming down to the wire and right now Union Berlin what an excellent season they've had um, they're I'm pretty sure last year it was their first year in the Bundesliga and now they're going to be finishing in Champions League poss- possibly it's an amazing stuff amazing stuff from the club and um, they have to take on Worden-Burmer. Ber- uh, who, uh, they're basically already qualified for the next season. The Bundesliga. But this is a big game for Union Berlin at home. I have them winning 2-1. I think they solidify themselves in this top 4 spot. Make Champions League. They're currently tied on points with Freiburg. Who, you know, I've talked about Freiburg a couple times uh, on older podcast. You know, they're a team that... They defeated Bayern Munich, and uh, you know they they definitely tend to have a lot of good games out of them. They they you know they're battling right now for Champions League. They could potentially finish for Europa League. So this is a team that you know also very dangerous. They have to take on Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt is currently sitting in eighth, but if they they have a um, the DFL Pokal German Cup coming up next weekend against uh Red Bull Leipzig and if they win that game they'll qualify for Europa Champions uh, uh Europa Conference League so you know obviously right now Frankfurt not in eh, what's the win with the win against Freiburg they could see themselves Potentially in 6th place, uh, kind of down on a couple goals, differentials against Bayern Leverkusen. But they would be tied on points, depending on how that finishes. Especially with Bayern Leverkusen's game coming up, I'll get into that. But uh, between Frankfurt and Freiburg, I think this is going to be a draw. I think um, I think Freiburg sits in their Europa League spot, and I think uh, Frankfurt gets the 1 point, but... Uh, Not enough to put them 7th or 6th, but with a big game coming up next weekend, that could potentially give them some European qualification soccer for next season. So, that should be a good game as well. Um, In the relegation battle for Bundesliga, VFL Bachmann taking on Byron Leverkusen. Like I said, Leverkusen in 6th place right now trying to hold off Wolfsburg and Frankfurt. Um, But Bachmann uh, currently sitting in 16th place in the relegation qualification um, place, which basically means that whoever finishes 16th in the Bundesliga will have to take on the third uh, ranked team in Bundesliga 2, which is currently um, Hamburg. So they would have to play each other for a two-leg match series to determine who whether this team that is in Bundesliga 3 qualifies or whether um, Bachmann will just stay in the Bundesliga. So, interesting stuff, especially, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know that that even existed. I thought always it was just bottom three. Bottom three are out, top three are in. Maybe there's a playoff for the third spot in the lower tier division. But this is cool. I mean, finishing third, have to take on the... Third worst Bundesliga team. You're the third best Bundesliga two team. Little two leg sided game. Very interesting. So, uh, but but for Bachmann's um, perspective, you know, taking on Leverkusen, this is going to be a tough game for them. Um, they do have an amazing home record, which I don't think they've lost at home. I'm pretty sure. I think they're one of the few Bundesliga teams that haven't lost at home. Um amazing, amazing stuff. And um, you know, Bayern Leverkusen for Bayern Leverkusen's sake, you know, they're looking at Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg have a decent matchup um against Hearth, who already relegated the season. Um, so you know, they have teams coming on their backs. Uh, I think I feel like Leverkusen are gonna try to pull out the dub. But there's no, no denying Bachman's home record and just their capability to win games at home. I mean, it's just... It's unparalleled. And, um, you know, we'll see. I think... Um, it's not... They they haven't lost a game at home. Bachman, my bad. But they are in a great run of form at home. Um, but I have this game ending a 1-1 draw. I think just with everything on the line... Um, being in relegation battle with Byron Leverkusen trying to hold their sixth place to make your Euro- uh, Europa League qualifications. Um, you know, Chavi Alonso is going to get these men's buzzing. And um, I think Bachman are also going to be uh, a tough home team to beat. So I'm going to have this end as a 1 1 draw. Possibly, I would love to give Bachman the win. And, um, you know, that would put him at 35 points. Possibly. Putting them above Olsberg and Sturgot, which would be incredible. on last day, last day of uh, match day, to go out of the relegation zone, which they've been sitting in, into 14th or 13th place, would be absolutely incredible. So, you know, if they could pull off the dub, that'd be awesome. But a, but a point, a point could see them through, um, especially with Sturgot. Sturgot taking on Hoffman. Um, I'll get into that game right now. Sturgot taking on Hoffman. Sturgot's home. They're sitting at uh, 32 points. Hoffman at 35 points. Basically, Hoffman um, is safe. They need um, these other teams to really deplete their goal differentials, which, you know what <clears throat> one game left in the season to to basically get rid of nine goals. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough one. So um I think I think this is gonna be also a draw. I think Sturgut is gonna draw Hoffman 1-1 keeps him at 33 points Hoffman with 36 would solidify themselves in the Bundesliga next year. Bachman would also be tied with my prediction Um, also with 33, but down on goal differential. So they would still be sitting in 16th. And then it really just comes down to this Oldsburg game between, um, Borussia Mokelachbach. And, um, you know, this is a game that they have to go on the road. Not a, not a great away team, not in great form as it is. Um, I think they're going to lose this game. So, I think Mach Block wins 2-0. Oldsburg stays at 34 points. Sturgot and Bachman go go to both go to 33. Bachman stays in 16th place for that relegation battle with um potentially um Hamsburg. It might be another team. I think they're Hamsburg's up a point on another team. I just forget who that team is. But should be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting end of the season for sure. Um, And then, you know, to go back up to the top of the table-ish, Wolfsburg taking on Hearth. This is a game that Wolfsburg, if they win, and Byron Leverkusen can't get the points against um, Bachmann, then Wolfsburg could see themselves in 6th place and in a Europa Europa League qualification um, finish, which would be insane So, I got Wolfsburg uh, beating Hearth 2-0. And, you know, it really comes up down to Bayern Leverkusen. They have... It's in the palm of their hand depending on where they finish in this table for for European qualification. So, Bayern Leverkusen need the win. I think they're going to struggle against Bachmann. But, if they don't, they solidify. And if they do struggle, Wolfsburg's right there to eat up some garbage points and potentially overtake them on the last day of the season, which this is what we live for. You know, we watch, well, for Bundesliga, Bundesliga is only 34 games, but most other leagues, 38 games, we watch 38 games all year long to come down to this last day. And and most of the time, you know, other than maybe if it's a team you support, yeah, obviously you want your team to solidify their positions as soon as possible, whether it be a title, top four, top seven, top six, whatever it may be. But for neutral fans, this is what we look forward to. This at last day, everything's on the line. Every team's playing at the same time. Absolute chaos. It's the best. It. I was talking about the other day. If MLS developed this type of structure to their to their. Um, To their standings where, you know, relegation, promotion between MLS, whatever, MLS Tier 2, UPSL. It would be insane. But, that's what we're looking at right now in the Bundesliga. Had to get a little sip in there. Little mixtures. Kentucky straight bourbon. The best. Not an ad. Just a really big fan. And if anyone listens to this and knows anyone that works for mixtures, hey tell them tell him a big big supporter would love to would love to give him some free advertisement or paid advertisements whatever they would want just send me a bottle honestly that's that would be the best but uh that's our saturday games for at least for the end of this bundesliga um title race and european qualifications and relegation battles but also on saturday an amazing game between Coventry City and Luton Town for the EFL Championship playoff final Coventry City taking down Middlesbrough in the second leg Luton Town coming back and defeating Sunderland at home I mean this you know Coventry City Coventry City hasn't been in the Premier League in 22 years and Luton Town Never in the Premier League, was in the Nation League for uh, quite some time. They've just been grinding it out, going up on the tables, going up in divisions, and dude, they're here. They're they're potentially about to go to the Premier League, and I have them going to the Premier League. I have them going. I think Luton Town's going to win this game 2-1 to one in a crazy, crazy championship final at Wembley, and you know... Even if Coventry City made it in, still pretty sick. A, a team hasn't been in uh, Premier League now for 22 years, but I mean the story is just written for Luton Town. You know, uh, when they brought in their head coach, um, the old, one of the old coaches of Watford, was it a big? No one thought of him as being this big. Oh, uh, you know, we want we want this guy here. A lot of a lot of tension, but. Before they lost to Sunderland. I believe they were either on a 16 or a 19 game win streak. Dude. That's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. That a team that has fought through each division. Since. You know. Since the club was established. And and they've just been grinding through division to, to division. And now have the potential to be in the Premier League. There's. No, I don't think there's any other better story than for Luton Town to go through. So I'm rooting for you, Luton. Uh, the haters, as they are called, you know, get it done. That It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun to watch. Um, it always is. It's always like one of the top most watched games of the year for, for football, soccer standpoints. But should be a lot of fun. Give it a watch. Uh, 11.45 Eastern Time. Uh, ESPN Plus, I believe. But should be a lot of fun. So that's our Saturday games, um, you know, and the Bundesliga. There's uh, there's some League One games, MLS games, some Serie A games, some La Liga games. But you know, La Liga and Serie A still have some games left. I'll get into their, you know, projected finishes next week for their final matchups. Uh, same thing with League One. And uh, MLS, man, once once all this is over, MLS will be our talking point. And I can't wait, man. I am I love the MLS. I've been watching games. I just don't really know enough to talk about them. But the games are terrific to watch. A lot of good goals. This U.S. Open Cup has been full of surprises as well. Um, you know, Columbus Crew losing to uh, Pittsburgh. Dude. Crazy, like a like a team. Basically, it's like a like a championship team defeating a Premier League team in the FA Cup, and you know it's a huge market that really. I mean, you know, I see things. Oh, it's going to take a long time for the MLS to really, really develop a, a a good structured league where you know we can implement relegation and promotion. Yeah. I, I think yeah maybe it it will take a little bit of time but I'm saying by like the end of this World Cup coming to America there's going to be so many people involved in in investing in the MLS it's it grows every year it's only getting bigger I think it's time man I think 2020 2027 should be the year that they implement this or like 2028 but I sort of things like oh 20 years it will happen no 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 fuck that. Do it now. Do it now. Too much fun. Too much fun. You're wasting it on playoffs. Playoffs? Talk about playoffs? But those are Saturday games. Sunday, end of the Premier League. Who's excited? Not me. <laughs> I mean, it's all basically set in stone at this point. Um, cities are ch- city Manchester City champions. Good for them. You know, job well done. They could go for the treble this year. They had to go through United in the FA Cup. They had to go through Inter Milan in the Champions League final. Um, it's a thing as a Manchester United fan, you just don't want to see. But I give them respect. I give them a lot of respect. It's not, you know, we, we talked about it the other day. It's not, trebling is not a, a, a task that is done lightly. And there's only been a handful of teams that have done it in the whole history of all these tournaments and all these leagues. So if they get it done, they get it done, man. I'd be, I'd be really, you know, I wouldn't be happy, so to say, but I'd respect them for doing it. But uh, they currently are champions of the Premier League. They don't. They have to take on Brentford this week. This weekend on Sunday, Brentford still kind of battling to finish in the top seven. With a, um, you know, they could pull it off, but they have to take a city at home. Who knows who Pep is going to start in that city lineup? But, it, it, you know, potentially Brentford are still in the running to finish top seven. Uh, they have 56 points. Aston Villa, they're in ninth place. With 56 points. Ashton Villa in 7th place with 58 points. So it's very doable. Um, I, I have Brighton tying this game against City. I don't think City probably goes out with their best players. But even if they did. Bright uh, Brentford is a team that. I don't know if I said Brighton before. I meant Brentford. Brentford is a team that. Is uncharacteristic in their attacking prowess. They. They play different. They play different than every other team in the league. And their front three. Their midfield. They're just so very. They're so clinical. They're so dangerous on the ball. And you know. Defensively they're pretty sound. They have David uh, Rea in the the net. One of the best goalkeepers right now in the Premier League. So intense. um, I think they tie this game. I think. You know, City with all these other games that they have to worry about probably don't start with their best players, <clears throat> and uh, I think they pull off a little a little point and put them on level terms with um, with Tottenham. So we'll we'll see what the ending is. Um, you know, other than that game, also Arsenal Wolves kind of a mute game at this point. Uh, Wolves are already in Premier League for next season, Arsenal in top four, solidified themselves, so they have Champions League ball, great season from Arsenal, just came up a little short, bottled it, you know, we're in first place for 93% of the season, and it only, you know, by week 29, you know, they were up eight points on City, and now they are down, so it's it's pretty crazy that that's even possible, but they, uh, you know, finish second. They're in Champions League ball. Good for them. Um, I think against a, a team against Wolves like this, Wolves are already solidified in. I think it's going to be low scoring. Maybe like a one nothing game for Arsenal. Maybe a one one draw. Um, but should be a decent game. I'm I'm not going to be really watching it. Um, the games I will be watching, going in and out for Aston Villa taking on Brighton, Hove and Albion. Um, right now, Brighton Hoban now being solidified their spot in the top six. They will be in Europa League qualification next year. And Ashton Villa in seventh place right now uh, could potentially make it into the Europa League conference. Which, I mean, job job well done to both of these teams. Just shouldn't they're not your normal top six teams, you know. When we think of top six, everyone thinks City, Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, you know, back in the day it was Leicester. Um Everton used to make a little run into that top eight, top six battle discussion. But these teams, man, um, they just absolutely had a great, amazing season. Um, Deserby deserves all the credit. Obviously the players too, but he just did such a good job with this squad. They're so dangerous, Brighton. And what um, Emery has done with Ashton Villa and Ollie Watkins and Jacob Ramsey and Douglas Louise, this team has just been so much fun. So um, I think uh, with Brighton having probably... Squishier legs, more tired legs, especially playing against City in the past week. You know, I think Villa come into this game. They take care of business. I'm calling a 2 1 win. Ashton Villa puts them, solidifies themselves in Europa League conference ball, makes it impossible for Tottenham to get in there, makes it impossible for Brentford to come in. And uh, they get to play some. Your um ball. I know, you know, I was hoping that Villa maybe potentially could have made a top four spot, but hey listen, the season that they have, absolutely amazing. Same goes for Brighton. I just think Brighton have um, you know, more tired legs and they already are they're already solidified in, you know, a lot lo- less pressure. And Villa's home. So Villa being home, it adds a lot of it adds a lot of momentum to that team. They, they're they a very good home team. So, let's go Villa. Um, but uh, some other interesting games that have effects on where teams are going to be finishing. Whether they're top 7 or going to get relegated. We have Everton taking on Bournemouth And uh, funny to say, you know, Everton had to play Burmouth, I think it was 2021 end of the season. They lost 3-1. They are not a good last season team. They've only won, I think, one out of their last nine games, last season games. Absolutely insane. Everton currently sitting in 17th place, two points above re- relegation zone right now. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup. I think it's going to be a draw. I think uh, Burmouth are going to hold them true to their stature. And I think the draw puts Everton at 34. Now, does that save them from relegation? Well, let's look at the two other games that are going to have to be played in order to determine who's actually going to be relegated. We have Leicester City taking on West Ham. Huge, huge game. Um, Leicester City drawing their last game. And um, West Ham winning their last game. I think... um, you know, West Ham beat Leeds 3-1. Leicester drew. Um, Newcastle 0-0. It was a uh, it was a tough game to watch, but they really needed that win. Um, I think Leicester and West Ham are going to tie. I think uh, there's just a lot of forward momentum for Leicester, but their defense is very lack lackluster. And they're definitely going to let up goals. Leicester's is definitely going to let up some goals. It's really up to whether or not their offense could come together for one last game. Come together for one last game and win it. And get all three points. And if they win this game, if they get all three points, if they win this game 2-1 to one against West Ham, that puts them tied, if Everton, Everton do tie, on points. But it puts them above on goal differential. So then Everton would probably be in the relegation zone. Which is absolutely crazy to think about. That that's even possible. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for Leicester. Um, you know, if Everton get knocked out of the Premier League. I think it's been like almost five decades that they've been in the Premier League, would absolutely be crazy for them to go to the championship. They're one of the few teams ever in the Premier League who have never been relegated to the championship. So, you know, Everton, they need a big win against Bournemouth. I have a drawing. Leicester need a big win against West Ham. I have that ending in a drawer as well. And then for Leeds' sake, uh, Leeds, Leeds taking on Tottenham at home... Um, the Whites versus the Lily Whites. I have this ending as a draw as well. I think Leeds, you know, who knows? I they're saying Bamford and Rodrigo will be healthy for the for the final game, but if they're not, you know, Tottenham also on a struggle bus. You know, I I have this game. I have Leeds tying Tottenham two two. Leicester tying West Ham two two, and. Everton time Burmouth 1-1. So it should be interesting. I don't I don't know if this is exact these are just my predictions because I don't know how to call these games. Um, I wouldn't take my bet advice on these, but the only game I would take my bet advice on is the Liverpool Southampton game. Um, Southampton out, Liverpool already in, Europa League qualification. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. Liverpool by one and a half. Um Liverpool by one and a half. and if I had to give you another game to say you know to to put money on, I would probably go Crystal Palace at least one and a half against Nottingham Forest. Crystal Palace have just been in such fine form, winning games, winning games by large margins. and you know they're they're trying to, you know, both teams are already qualified for Premier League next year. So there's really not a lot of uh, not a lot of things to um, fight for, but I just think Crystal Palace at home, great home record, they're gonna get it done. I would go Liverpool one and, minus one and a half, New, uh, Ch- uh, Crystal Palace minus one and a half. But that could be our uh, Premier League. Our Premier League could end with, you know, if if all those things I say happened, Everton tie, Leeds tie, Leicester tie. Leicester and Leeds could be in the bottom. And those are probably going to be the best games to watch because of the relegation battle. So keep your eyes on that. Um, You know, over the week, you know, I haven't recorded in a while, but over the week, just to hit on a couple games that were very interesting to watch, we had um, Sevilla see themselves through to the Europa League final, um, winning 3 2. Aggregate in extra time against Juventus, West Ham move on to the final, gonna take on Florentina in the um, Europa League Conference Final. Huge, wicked scenes at, at as Alkmaar, uh, a, a fight broke out. Uh, the supporters, the ultras of Al- Al- as Alkmaar, go and they and they went in and attacked the West Ham fans which was absolutely insane if you you know if you're listening to this and you want to watch the video go look up, look it up it was insane and there was this one guy defending he was like he was like hold door <laughs> he was fucking hold stair. <laughs> hold the stairs hold the stairs he was like just getting punched in the face and just like just stood there and he threw some good haymakers back and Amazing, amazing what West Ham did. They gave him a ticket. They gave him a ticket to go to the West Ham final in Prague to go uh to go watch the final. Absolutely it's not funny. It's really not funny I shouldn't be laughing, but um you know, they it was disgusting. The the Az Alkmaar fans should not have been doing that and they, you know, they you attack West Ham fans like that? Like that's just there should be serious uh, precautions taken next time, and and serious fines and suspensions given to these people, even though they're all like wearing masks and stuff. So, but West Ham are in the final. Florentina's in the final. Sevilla's in the final for the Europa League. Uh, Europa League final. They will be taking on Roma, who defeated um, Byron Leverkusen. So they'll, it's going to be a Roma-Sevilla final. And uh, we're also going to be looking at a Manchester City-Milan Inter final. Where we saw Manchester City absolutely destroy Real Madrid in a matchup that I think, you know, as good as a coach Ancelotti is. I think he went into that game and just really messed up, made a muck of it. You know, I, I think him starting Kamavinga at left back was a big, big mistake. Um, you know, Valverde, not not that he shouldn't be starting, but he is a great substitute, man. You bring him on later into the game. Let's say you start Kamavinga in the midfield instead of Valverde and you need a little spark. you Put Valverde on. Dude, he's going to create, but like he's not that good when he is in the starting 11. So... Just a lot of question marks on on all of his tactics, sitting Rudiger. Meanwhile, Rudiger had a great game shutting down Holland. It didn't make much sense. Um, They lose that game 4-0, 5-1 aggregate to City. And then we saw Inter win 1-0 against AC Milan. Letoro Martinez also Inter won the Coppa Italia final against Florentina. With two goals from Lautaro Martinez. So, Lautaro Martinez finding good form right before this Champions League final. Man, oh man, I can't wait for this. I, I you know, as a United fan, uh, trying to be a little unbiased, I want to say Inter's going to win. But I think Inter will have a great defensive game plan. They're probably going to play a very defensive game. Probably have like four... Six to four shots on target all game. No, not on target, total shots. Maybe like two on target, three on target. But I think they could do it, man. I think they could play really good defensive ball. Suck them through the middle. Suck, suck on Manchester City through the middle. Don't let them play those wide balls. Shut down their wingers. Force them to go down the middle, which obviously they're still good, but it's better than pushing them to the sides and letting them just absolutely control the ball in the final third. So they're gonna to have to do some defensive planning. And, you know, I think they have a really good defensive back line as it is, especially, you know, the three back situation Inter can play with and the the wing backs that they have available to them. Um I think it's gonna be a great game. And who knows? Who knows who's gonna win? I want Inter to win, obviously, but you know city's probably going to claim the title and for the sevilla roma game you know last time all uh, italian teams were in the final for each europa uh for each european tournament be that as the champions league final europa league final europa conference league final i think it happened in like the 80s 88 i want to say 1988 every italian team won just say just saying. So, if history is true, if we see in this upcoming week, if we see Roma beat Sevilla, if we see in the following week, Florentina beat West Ham, man oh man, I don't know what that t- says for the Champions League final, but should be interesting. Can't wait. Can't wait. And that's about it, folks. Not much. Um, Probably biggest highlight for me. Like I said, Mitrovic, little brace against uh, Crystal Palace. He's just on fire, man. He's playing against United this end of the week in a game that got him suspended for eight games the last time they played in the FA Cup. Hopefully he doesn't push a ref, but I think he could have a good game against United. I think he could probably bag a, get a goal, maybe him, maybe Willian. I'm hoping United come away with the win. I hope United come away with a 2-1 win. I'm hoping. But who knows? Fulham are in good form. United already qualified for Champions League. There's not a lot of pressure riding on them. So, you know, should be a great game from from a United and kind of a neutral perspective standpoint. All right, folks. I ain't going to keep you here long. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Bundesliga Premier League endings this weekend. The uh, EFL Championship Final. Let's go Luton Town, baby. Uh, Enjoy it. Enjoy the weekend. Before you know it, all all these European leagues are going to be done with. MLS. Right now, U20's World Cup. Women's World Cup. Gold Cup. All of it's coming up. And I can't wait, man. Summer's going to be a great time. So, alright folks. This has been World Football Talk. Your host, Ryan DiLorenzo. I'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care. Enjoy the weekend. Happy Memorial Day. Peace.